Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the podcast for the week of September 11th, 2023. I'm your host, Zach. I'm your co-host, Chris. And uh, we got a bunch of stuff this week. Uh, Chris, you, you finally saw The Flash, so we, we'll dive into that later on in Show and Tell. But uh, let's kick things off with another DC movie uh, that we got a trailer for. The first trailer, uh, Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, which I think uh, maybe like a week or two ago, I think a lot of people thought like this movie didn't exist in any like, – like there was like no – because we had no footage. We had like one – Literally one promo shot, and that was it for the entire thing. But we finally have a trailer. This is going to be, I believe this is the final movie in the DCEU before we turn into the uh, DCU. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, hopefully it uh, kind of ends things on a high note, because it's been a very rough year for the DCEU. <laughs> it's been like a like a death a death gasp of, of, a, of a universe. Like, Shazam! Fear the Gods was like... St- Massive disaster on almost every level, and then uh, the Flash, which we'll talk about later, is was a box office disaster. Blue Beetle, I think, was a disappointment. Maybe not as big a disaster as the other two, but um, I mean, box office wide, still was not great. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully, I think I think they're definitely pinging all their hopes on Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. But uh, it's it's apparently it's four years after the first Aquaman, and uh, Arthur Curry is. Uh, he's still the king of Atlantis, but he's also uh, a father now. Um, he's married to Mira, but then Black Manta shows back up, and he now he has the Black Trident, which is like a powerful kind of dark magic, uh, like equivalent to Aquaman's trident, and he's using it to like destroy Atlantis and like destroy all the different kingdoms, and you know he wants to kill everyone that uh, Aquaman holds dear because like Aquaman killed his father. And then Aquaman has to team up with his half-brother, Orm, Patrick Wilson, uh, to go on some sort of quest to, I guess, the titular Lost Kingdom and find some sort of thing that they can use to stop Black Manta or fight Black Manta. And so it's like a – it's, it's going to be like a buddy, like a buddy cop kind of like – or like a – you know, like, buddy, like Indiana Jones adventure with those two. Or like, <laughs> like, I guess probably, I'm sure like they're going like to learn to become friends throughout this and adventure. Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to get closer and then just yeah. be like, wow, we shouldn't have tried to fight each other this four years ago. Mm-hmm. But I, I I don't know. Like, they have to show that Trident defeat, like, the sea monster from the first movie, right? Like, he uses it to like, just wipe out the trench or something? Yeah, the trench people, like... Or kill, or kill Dolph Lundgren or something? I don't know if Dolph Lundgren needs to be killed because he's just like a rival <laughs> or he, king, or, right? Or, or he wipes out like the crab people. Yeah, uh, just like you can't just show up and then just be like, "All right, I've got this badass trident." It's like, oh, you gonna control the sea with that? Like, it has to be more than I have this like relic weapon. It's like in in this world of after all the movies we saw, uh, like aliens exist and. Mm-hmm. Like, so much other things besides the ocean <laughs> is a problem now. Because I know the first movie, they're just like, hey, humans, take back all your garbage. <laughs> that was their big thing. Mm-hmm. 
So I, as I'm trying to see where Black Manta just shows up and he's like, cool, my turn. It's like, what are you going to do with this? Well, I think they said uh, it, like, it like enhances his powers and then it's also, yeah, it's got some sort of like dark magic that is like, it almost destroyed the, every, all the kingdoms in the past, but they somehow stopped it, but now it's back. But didn't like um, Shazam 2 power the gods? Didn't they have something that's like similar? There was like, what was it? Was well, Shazam was a mess because it was like five different things. <laughs> but it was, but there was uh, the it was, it was the daughters of Atlas, and they reformed the staff that was that Mark Strong used in the first movie, and then uh. They they were using that, and then they had like like golden apples that they were planning to like create like their like <laughs> whatever whatever realm they came from. To, they were gonna destroy Earth and make it that make Earth like their realm. You have, you haven't seen Shazam yet, Chris, but it, it's a goddamn mess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, has wor- is it worse than Flash? Y- yes. Oh my god. Because at least at least the plot kind of makes sense in in the Flash, like they're the motivations and like the actual like plot machinations of like Shazam Fear the Gods make no sense. <laughs> like, wait, you got you got to take the the this thing to do this thing to make, the, and then you're gonna turn this thing to that thing, and like I, I have no idea what the hell's going on. So, <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully Aquaman is uh more straightforward. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it's as fun as the first movie because Aquaman is probably one of the best DCEU movies. And it's going to arrive just in time for Christmas, uh, December 20th, uh, in theaters. So we'll have to see if it's if it suffers the same fate as the other DC movies this year, or if it's or if you know Jason Moe and the power of Aquaman can you know uh, salvage a hit. <laughs> One more hit before it all yeah. goes away. I don't, I I don't know if it's going to come anywhere close because the first movie was like a insane hit, like it made over a billion dollars worldwide. I don't know if this if Aquaman and Lost King is going to do that, but I mean, if he even does like half of that, I'm sure they'd be happy with it, but we'll see. And then uh, also this week, we got the first trailer for the new Goosebumps Disney Plus show. So this is a new a new spin on the Arl Stein classics. Um, it's going to be a 10 episode uh, original series, and it seems like the, the premise is that Justin Long who is like coming like a like just like a horror like <laughs> what's, what's what's like the male equivalent like a scream queen because he's just, he's just like in like every like, well, it's like, like a hammer star it's kind of yeah, like yeah. vincent price or he's, a he's, yeah he's, he's been he's been in so many horror movies recently that's all it's kind of like, seems like all he's been doing um, hold on actually let me look up let me see what what's the male version of a scream queen but yeah i mean yeah he was in uh you know barbarian last year which is and he was great in that um but he is playing a, uh, a character named nathan who shows up in this town port lawrence and he's the new english teacher and he, he moves into a house that has some horrible things happen in the past and then he gets possessed by an evil spirit and now he's possessed by this, this like teenage evil teenage spirit that wants revenge on people and as you do yeah, and so that's kind of like, and then these this group of this group of teenagers are they have to like figure out how to stop that, and also it seems like other other things are happening as, as well. Um, Slappy's gonna factor in at some point because they find Slappy in like a grave. 
of course, and then it looks like there's like a say cheese or die camera. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's like the exact same camera or if it's like a, like basically the same premise as that, but there's definitely a camera. It's, it's like a it. legally uh, non like. I don't know why uh, you need to be, why would you need to be legally distinct if you're using goosebumps? Like, I have no idea. I, I I'm sure I'm sure it's, it has to be the same. It has to be the cam. It has to be like the camera, and then it also looks like the the Kukulakar Doom is also seems like it's gonna factor it in or the, or it's gonna be referenced because like. There's definitely a cuckoo clock with like that, that very distinctive bird that, that pops out of it. So, and I, I don't I don't know if like the main plot is based on a specific book, but it seems like it's gonna be kind of just like the spirit of Goosebumps, and then like maybe re- references or like other like kind of things from other from some of the books are gonna show up in the show. Interesting. Also, the male equivalent of a scream queen, a scream queen, is Scream King. Okay, so yeah, just like he's definitely a Scream King recently. Yeah, Scream King is like a universal understood term. Yeah. I just didn't know. I know I don't really hear it, but apparently the king of Scream King is Bruce Campbell. That that makes sense. <laughs> but uh yeah, Goosebumps it, it, the one thing that starts me to the show too is that it seems like it's gonna be actually kinda looks like it maybe a little bit darker than you would expect. Like it's not gonna be the like wacky Jack Black movies that we got recently, although it is for the same guy, Rod Letterman, who directed the first Goosebumps movie, um, is one of the co-creators of the show, along with Nicholas Stoller, who like is worked on like some of the recent Muppet stuff. But it, do- it does look like it's going to be like a kind of like more darker, maybe a little bit scarier uh, version, which uh, should hopefully be good. It's, it's definitely. Uh, I still haven't seen the. Uh... Goosebump movies, but I've isn't seen, there like I, a departure between the first and second one where it's like I, a, like a lore has to be kind of forgiven? Yeah, I haven't seen the second one. I, I saw the first one. The first one was fine. It was like it was wacky, but it had it had a lot of like fun Goosebumps references for like old school fans. And yeah, I I, I, was, I don't know. second one I think was like sort of because like Jack Black didn't come back. Like I don't think any of the characters from the first movie came back, but Slappy was still there somehow. And it, so it was like loosely t- sequelized to like the first movie. I know. I think. I think. I think they're both on Netflix. Like those two movies are on Netflix because they're Sony movies. But this new Goosebumps show, uh, five five episodes are gonna drop on October thirteenth, and then the rest of the five rest of the ten episodes seasons are gonna drop weekly after that. So they're gonna drop half the season on October thirteenth, then the rest of it will be next five weeks after that. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably check out at least the first couple episodes and see how how it is. I mean, I think. I think you and I are both huge, like old school Goosebumps fans, right, Chris? Yeah. Like the, the like the, the Fox show, the books, all, all the uh, ephemera. <laughs> I just didn't play the games. I played the. I think I think we got I got a review copy. I think it's if you go back down the site in the uh, game box archives, I think I played the. Uh, One of them. The, the tie-in was it like, an FPS game. Yeah, well, it was, yeah, it was, like, first person, yeah, and then the th- I think the third stage, you get, like, a gun, but it's not really, it's, like, a puzzle gun, it's not really, like, a, a, a gun gun. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see if it lives up to the, uh, the Fox show, or, uh, all, all those, like, nine, like the, the, the 90s kind of, like, renaissance of, uh, 
I don't know, tween horror, like Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps and whatever else was going on. So uh, we also, actually, right after we recorded last week, so we, we just missed it by a day, but the first trailer for Monarch Legacy of Monsters came out, uh, which is the new big Godzilla MonsterVerse Apple TV Plus show. Which is going to be out in a couple weeks, I believe. I think it's in, sometime in October. Um, and it's it's I, it's set in two different time periods in the MonsterVerse. It's going to be set, I think it's set kind of right after Godzilla 2014. Um, the, so the first movie in the MonsterVerse. And then 1950s era. Um, so we're going to get like... Actually, I don't, I don't think we knew before this trailer, but we're actually going to get like John Goodman is coming back in, in some capacity as... Uh, Bill Randa from Skull Island, and then uh, Anders Holm from Rooker Hollis is actually playing like a younger version of him in like whatever the fifties or the forties or whatever, whatever the type the flashbacks are. And then okay. we're also getting wait, so like he's familiar with uh, Godzilla from back then. Well, he I mean or... he was he, he was with Monarch. I don't know if they knew about Godzilla. Yeah, I, Monarch. I sorry. Yeah. Well, I think they knew about Godzilla because there was like the footage from like the atomic test that they were they was like, oh, we tried to kill Godzilla with the atomic bomb and it didn't work. And like pissed them off. Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's the thing that I, I the first movie introduced that there were multiple Godzillas, right? I don't that like they've been a or was it that he was the only one? And then because I know Kong versus Godzilla turned out they had a huge like generational feud. I think. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, there's de- there, I think there's definitely has been like multiple like there's been like like generations of Kongs. I don't I don't know about Godz- I don't know if there's been like multiple Godzillas. No, because it was like the floor thing had like Godzilla spikes, and then it was like when he had like the okay, he built yeah. a weapon out of one. Yeah, so, so yeah, there might have been it, it, there might have been it was like a like a, a tribe of Godzillas and a tribe of Kongs were like and they've been like warring with each other for you know millennia or whatever. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, okay, it'd be cool in the show. It's like, even though this is a Godzilla, it's not the Godzilla if he shows up. Well, this is this is just... definitely this is definitely the Godzilla because it's it's right after Godzilla 2014. So this is like right, right, right. after right after right after he fights the Mutos in San Francisco. And then kind of in the aftermath of that, there's like a family that discovers that like oh their their father was part of Monarch, and so they're like digging into Monarch, and then. They run into Kurt Russell, who's playing Lee Shaw, who's a monarch researcher agent. And then there's going to be flashbacks to the 50s where, where Wyatt Russell is going to be playing the younger version. So the you know son is playing the father, which is pretty cool. Both, it's cool to have both of them in the same show, playing the same character. And, it and just, so, like, but it's, like, they're not in movies together a lot. No, yeah. And also just Kurt Russell in a Godzilla show. I mean, come on. And yeah, so so yeah, we're gonna kind of explore multiple eras of Monarch and the MonsterVerse, and my uh, my hope is that the that, you know Apple TV spent no expense, and, like we're gonna we're gonna get like a ton of you know Godzilla and monsters in this. I really really hope like the first episode isn't just like loaded with Godzilla, and the rest of it's just like, well, <laughs> we don't we don't see the Godzilla, Godzilla's gone, we don't see him anymore. We blew the budget on this. Yeah. But I feel, I feel like Apple like is like not afraid to spend money on things. So hopefully they like dumped a ton of money into this, and we'll get like plenty of uh, monster action for, throughout the whole season. 
But yeah, this is gonna it's gonna debut uh, November seventeenth on Apple TV Plus, so you can check that out when it comes out. I'm definitely gonna check it out. <laughs> it's gonna be a it's gonna be a very good holiday season, hopefully for Godzilla fans and like kaiju fans, because we got Godzilla minus one in December and this in uh, November. So and there's, and there's also a uh, a Gamera anime series on Netflix that just debuted like a week ago too. So like a lot of a lot of kaiju stuff for fans of that. Like if you're a giant monster fan. So we also this week got the uh, first trailer for the next big Mike Flanagan Netflix horror show, uh, The Fall of the House of Usher, which I believe is this, it's the fifth Mike Flanagan show on Netflix, um, and it's. Yeah, as the title suggests, it's, it's inspired by Edgar Allan Poe, um, but it, it, it's not just Fall of the House of Usher. It's there's like other like Poe influences as well. It's gonna be like, kind of like a like a, a remix of like a bunch of Poe stuff. Like it looks like there's gonna be like Mask of Red Death and the Raven and other like other like elements of Poe throughout it. But it's a it's a it's a modern take on like that Poe stuff. And there's a family that the Ushers run like a pharmaceutical company. And then uh, Carla Gugino shows up and she's like this like vengeful spirit who is like basically try, like murdering them all one by one because of like some, some some sort of like horrible deed that, thing they did in the past. It, it, it reminds me, it kind of seems like the family's from Succession, but if they were getting, yeah. like, getting murdered by a ghost or something. It does seem like that. They all seem like pretentious and then they're getting their comeuppance. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and, and Mike Flanagan, he's got all the, a bunch of his regulars are along for the ride. You know, Henry Thomas is here, Bruce Greenwood, Kate Siegel, Annabeth Gish, uh, Rahul Coley, Zach Guilford, and then also Mark Hamill is uh, co-starring. Uh, Will Fitzgerald, Mary McDonald, Malcolm Goodwin, and yeah, it, it looks it looks like uh, cool. You know. Mike Flanagan horror, like if you're into like his style of horror, it looks like definitely living up to like the other Netflix stuff. You know, lots of creepy visuals, lots of interesting characters. So uh, October 12th is when this starts. So just in time for Halloween, you can get, dig into the new Mike Flanagan show. I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta catch up on. Uh, like I, I still haven't seen Midnight Mass and like some of the like the uh, Midnight Club. I haven't seen either of those yet. I've seen Midnight Mass. It, it was good. It's it's different. It's like it's definitely like a good vampire like tale that is it feels gothic and modern at the same time. It's got good characterizations of people who would understand what to do if like some bad things happen it has that stephen king like the mist like it's that, very that, close to that. that that's why i heard it's like basically like mike flanagan like that's like his take on like stephen king stuff yeah yeah so it, it's like it's good as a hey do you this is not a typical like it, i mean at any point this could have turned into like two different directions but because the series follows like a, a bunch of different points of views and it deals with a lot of like uh personal growth in these characters that 
if they just focus on this one thing, it would have been like a movie. But because it's like they focus on everyone at the same time, it's a TV show because it's like all of it happening at once. Mm-hmm. And then there's this um kind of like dread. Like it's it's a good show if you just don't want to feel good. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. It's, like, not, like, oh, I want to watch it more than once. Like, you watch it, and you're like, well, I need to go, like, outside. Mm-hmm. So, that's, like, it's good horror. Like, it makes you think. And it's, like, holy shit, what if you were in that situation? And it's not, like, well, the first thing I would do is, like, be Blade or, like, you know, I'd be some cool vampire. It's, like, very, like, oh, shit. Like, there's a situation I can't get out of it. And it's, like, very anti, like, uh... I guess, like, modern horror, you know, it deals with, like, very classic, like, there's this unstoppable force, and you can't, you, all you can do is survive. Like, you can't, like, fucking find a stack of guns, and it's like, that's gonna solve it. Yeah. So I like it. Like, you know, like, it, it, that's why I feel like the House of Usher is gonna be that, where it's like, they just have to survive this evil as best as they could. Not, like, at the end, there's a final, like, standoff between, like, a monster and, like, I don't know, some, like, bullshit relic anti-monster thing. Well, well, think about Fall, Fall the House of Ushers. It seems like the Ushers deserve it because they're horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're probably, like, rooting for Colin Cuccino just, like, just, like, horribly murder them all. Which is fine. Like, that's, that's like, a good horror thing. And, like, even Mike Flanagan, um, even, like, what was that other one, the werewolf one? The werewolf one? Uh, didn't he do... I thought there was a werewolf show on Netflix that was like... Oh, House yeah. on Hill, Ho- Hill House? Hill, Hill House wasn't, didn't have werewolves in it. <laughs> no? Where, are, you, are you thinking of like... Uh, oh, crap. Yeah, what, what the hell was in... Like, it was like one of the first ever like Netflix original shows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, he had nothing to do with that one. I, oh, I thought oh, that was Mike Flanagan. Hem, Hem, Hemlock Grove. Hemlock Grove. Yeah, that, that was not a Mike Flanagan thing. Okay, because I was thinking, like, that's where it's just, like, uh, it doesn't get action-packed, but it's one of those, like, they didn't quite get the formula of dread. It was more like, okay, like, you start out normal, and then as the show goes on, you're like, fuck these people. Where if you come out swinging with, like, check how douchey these people are. And you're like, yeah, all right. <laughs> get get bent, like, family. Yeah. But even though a lot of the family is just, like, how is everyone related? <laughs> I guess we'll find out, I guess. So, um, last trailer for the week is that, uh, over on Prime Video, they're also celebrating Halloween. Um, and th- they're going to have an original movie from Blumhouse uh, on Prime Video on October 6th called Totally Killer, which is, is it's the latest in, like, Blumhouse's kind of, like, horror comedy sub-genre, where they, they had the Happy Death Day movies, they had Freaky, now they have Totally Killer, which is uh, Kiernan Shipka from Mad Men and Sabrina is uh, a teen, you know, a teenager in the present day, and then her mom survived like a slasher killer in the '80s, and so, she, so she's very worried about Halloween and like her daughter's safety and everything. But then the killer from the, from the '80s like returns somehow and is like targeting 
Kurnyshipka. So, but then she is trying to escape from him and ends up in a time machine. So, so it's just like out there just somewhere. Convenient carnival yeah. time machine. And so it activates that she gets t- transported back to the 80s and runs into like her teenage mom. Then she's like, so then Kurnyshipka is like, well, I'll try to prevent my my this like killer from like his first killings in the 80s and say, you know, save my mom and her friends from this killer. So it's 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 it sort of has like the hot tub time machine vibe mixed with like a slasher movie. I'm down for it. The trailer sold me on it. Yeah, it's it's if it's if it's, if it's you have as fun as like the other like kind of Blumhouse like horror comedies like because they've all been great. Like Freaky was great. The Happy Death movies are great. So I'm I'm definitely excited for like another like one of those uh, movies from them. And also, did you ever did you ever see or have you heard of like the Final Girls, Chris? that movie no i've heard of it i haven't seen it yeah this this has that kind of like it has similar vibes to this but that one that one like kind of like had like this one seems like it'd be like much more goofier that would kind of like actually had like a surprising amount of like you know emotional depth and heart to it because it's like this like really because like, it's like this like daughter like is the only way like she's like you know kind of like reunited or like kind of like bonding with her mom who's like this actress in this like terrible 80s horror movie and also, but also the premise of that movie was like they actually ended up inside the movie itself. It wasn't like time travel like back to the eighties. It was like you're they're transported through the screen of the movie theater into the movie. Wait, what? That's what that was? Yeah, like it's 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 a screening for like this movie that this, the the main character's like mom starred in, but then the, the, like she and her friends get sucked into the movie, and then they it's like they're like kind of like just observing this like movie because like they know the plot of what happens, but then like they're getting cur- killed because like then the, the movie's like changing around them. Because they're in it now. So it's like Last Action Hero in a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Didn't I know that's like the gimmick? Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, this one, this one is, uh, yeah, time travel back to the '80s, and then all, all the all the quirks and hilarity ensues from time traveling. So yeah, October sixth when that comes out. So should be a, seems like it's gonna be a very solid Halloween season for uh, across all the streamers. If you wanna, there's gonna be tons of stuff to check out. So uh, also this week we got some news about uh, the Lando Star Wars series that was gonna be a Disney Plus show. Now apparently it's a movie. It's gonna be a theatrical movie hitting theaters sometime in the near future. Uh, Stephen Glover, who is Donald Glover's brother, who's writing the like the TV show slash now movie with him, uh, apparently uh, bro- you know, he broke the news this week that now that's going to be turned into a movie. Still, I thought still he a- broke the. Didn't he break the news that he was like, "Hey, I'm going to rewriting it," and I'm like, "Wait, what?" They they replaced because Justin Simeon, who dr- just directed Haunted Mansion, was writing it, and then. Don Glover and his brother Stephen replaced him, and they're they're, they're basically writing, they were writing a new version of the show. But now, now, now the show has turned into a movie, which I f- I feel like if I think that's happened like once or twice before, but like not really too frequently, where like a a streaming show that or a show that was going to be streaming turns into like a actual theatrical release. <laughs> Well, didn't um, it was like we heard more of the reversal, where it's a movie then becomes a show, like yeah. Iron Man, Iron like whatever that war one was gonna be, Armor like War Machine, sort of, yeah, yeah, that was like gonna be a movie, then they made it into yep. a show. Yep. 
So this is interesting that it's going to be a, a, a show that becomes a movie. I think that's because, like, the writer's strike. There's no way that was, like, what they wanted first. They're just like, fuck, we need to make a movie. This is what the main reason is, like, oh, yeah, the strike, because of the strike, like, uh, like, it's it's easier to kind of like try to make it into a movie than a, a TV show, or they'll 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 get to like out sooner after the like as soon as the strike's over, they can like start working on the, like the movie. But yeah, still 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 no like word on like the plot or anything. We just know it's gonna be you know young Lando from that we saw in Solo is gonna be doing something in the in the pre uh you know, main trilogy Star Wars universe. So yeah, who knows? We'll, we'll have to keep an eye on that and see further news of that as it comes out. And then we also got some news from Netflix. Uh, One Piece, the live-action anim- anime adaptation, is renewed for a second season. It's been a super strong show for Netflix. Uh, number one for the last two weeks on the on the service. Uh, 38 million views uh, so far. I think also like very good like critical reviews and uh mostly positive like fan reaction so have you watched it yet i i haven't seen it yet no have you seen anything of it yet uh not really i watched the anime so mm-hmm. like i'm not far off from seeing it i know they try to rush certain things so that's but like it's true to the beat of the like first season mm-hmm they condensed the episodes just because, like, One Piece is so goddamn long. I think it's, like, like 400-something episodes. I think almost five, I think, at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's a lot. It's like The Simpsons. Yeah. At least the manga is. I don't know if the anime is up to that, but... Uh, yeah, I, I know it's very, like... People were really worried because, like, Cowboy Bebop was the last one, and like how terrible that one well, was. Well, I mean, yeah, and then like Netflix also did like the like the like by all accounts terrible Death Note like live action movie, and then yeah, Cowboy Bebop was also very not well received and canceled quickly. So yeah, they, so they yeah they finally Netflix finally has a uh, live action anime adaptation that's a hit. <laughs> And it's like what they did, not just they imported from Japan, like they did with uh, Roni Kenshin. Mm-hmm. Now, now we gotta see how uh, Avatar: Last Airbender does <laughs> the live action version of that. That's probably the next big, uh, similar kind of show that they're uh, betting things on. And then also, like, who knows? Who knows when season two is going to drop? Because they can't, they can't write it right now, obviously. <laughs> so, and then uh, last bit of news for this week is that we found out that Universal is going to be working on uh, adapting Murder She Wrote into a movie. So, the classic mid '80s to mid '90s murder mystery show starring Angela Lansbury is becoming a, a movie. I'm wondering if um, if it's gonna be like a young, sexy Angela, like who the writer is, or are they gonna make it like an older woman too? 
literally like Perry Mason it and be like super early early career Jessica Fletcher like yeah yeah and then I, are they gonna go I, with it where that she originally was like a crime solver or more oh of God. a fantasy like writer I feel if you, Cause, if you, isn't, if you, okay because like I've seen I, I've seen like different versions where the murder she solved is on her head or the murder she solved is like real well, she she wrote mystery novels. She was an author, and then she just happened to like end up like stumbling onto like murders everywhere. Real murders, and, yeah. and helping them, and helping solve them. Yeah. So I mean, is she gonna? Are they gonna take place in like that time frame where she's just a writer, and then trying to see if she has what it takes to solve murders, or you know, sort of in her later years where she just sort of stumbles into, uh, like you know, solving yeah. I feel, things. I feel, I feel like you gotta, you gotta have, you know, an older, like an older actress starring in it because that, that was kind of like the, the appeal to it was like, like, she's like so unassuming of like, she can solve murders. And it's like, yeah, she, <laughs> like, she's, she's super good at it, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't like think that looking at her, but she's like, cause she's just like this, like, you know, unassuming author. Old lady, yeah. 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 I was, trying, I was trying to wreck my brain, like who, like who would, who could star, and I couldn't, I couldn't really think of anybody. Helen Mayer. Oh, El, El, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren, yeah. Yeah, that that'd be Judy good. Dench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, uh, well, maybe like, uh, like, like Margot Martindale. Although I don't, I don't know if she's like too like, uh, because that'd be kind of like it'd be more like a like she'd have like a just she'd be like a southern Jessica Fletcher. Kathy Bates. Yeah, well, Kathy 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 Bates is Columbo or uh, Matlock. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot that. She's just gonna be all of them. <laughs> she'd be Columbo, Matlock, or she wrote, and then all yeah. the Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, th- I think you definitely have to, if you want to like, you know, maintain like the appeal of like the original show, you have to find like a, an old, like yeah, an older actress and have, have them star in it. An older actress. Yeah. Unless we're gonna do something crazy and like kind of sexify yeah, the image. Just, yeah, we can't we can't Riverdale it. You can't Riverdale it. Have it's like young young sexy Jackson Fletcher like out there like. No, not even. It's like you need a hot older lady, and then it's like, like Pamela Anderson is. <laughs> You're like, oh. <laughs> and then she's like punching people and like sh- getting into shootouts and <laughs> it's like yeah. this, this is not murder she wrote. And then she's kind of, no, no, it's like murder I wrote. That's what she's gonna say at the end, like catchphrase. <laughs> and then yeah. and then you know the commercial's gonna be like, This isn't your grandma's murder she wrote or some bullshit like that. Yeah. But yeah, we'll have to see. I mean we're in we're in a uh we're in a murder mystery, you know, renaissance right now. We got Ryan, all the stuff Ryan Joss is doing. We got the Kenneth Branagh Perot movies. We got, you know, a bunch of other like murder mysteries happening. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it and see uh, see what this murder she wrote <laughs> uh, take is. No, no release date or any sort of plot details or anything about it. It's, just, it's literally just like <laughs> they got the rights to the murder she wrote. They're gonna make a movie. Are they trying to be like a timeline? Like, like <laughs> is someone coming after that? 
Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, they're trying to get it out the door. Like, did they, I guess, like, they just secured the rights and, like, they're not trying to beat anyone to market. Yeah. I, I guess, I, I'm assuming they're probably just like, oh, murder mysteries are hot right now. Yeah. Poker Face and Knives Out and the Kenneth Branagh's movies. Like, what, what, uh, what murder mystery stuff could we, like, tap into that's like an IP? <laughs> So like, oh, murder she wrote. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll to see uh see when that keep an eye on it, see what happens when that as it develops. But uh that's it for news this week. So I'm jump into show and tell. And Chris, you finally saw one of the biggest disasters of the summer, at least financially, the flash. Oof. Boy, did I. And and also arguably, you know. Qual- movie quality wise, <laughs> I mean, I would say mixed mixed bag at best. <laughs> this describes the Flash. If you're being generous, if you're being generous, yes. Mm-hmm. If 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 you think that the Flash movie wasn't half baked, let me tell you, this movie it starts strong, like. Mm-hmm. It starts as if you've seen other things. Like, like if you, you know, like, you can't watch this Flash trying to get, like, a, oh, like, what's the Flash about? It's, like, very quick synopsis of why Barry's the Flash, why Barry needs to be there for his dad's trial, mm-hmm. what's up with Bruce Wayne taking a sweet time to, like, decode that footage, and then... Barry having his, like, I don't know, like, spectrum moments in front of Iris, and then she is just so turned on by that. <laughs> yeah. And they went, they went so to high weird. school together, I think, or college? I don't I don't know. Barry's also, like, the oldest 20-year-old I've seen. Because I'm trying <laughs> to do the math how old he is, and I'm like, yeah. is he 25? 20? He's at least 21, because he drinks in this one. Well, I mean, he, I think he graduated from college and he's working at like he's working at the forensic lab. Right? But but is he is he just an intern or is is he actually like a like forensic scientist? I don't know. So like in the alternate universe, he would be eighteen. In no, he would. I think he was interning in college in Star Lab. Yeah. Well, at, at, well, at C, CPD because he was like you know because he's trying. He, he went to forensics because he wanted to like get the knowledge to like help his dad eventually to like solve the murder gotcha and he's supposed to be like a freshman in high school so they like this like freshman intern late at night with all those chemicals no supervisor and like if okay let's break down the movie so flash present day flash uh, wants to change the past just because he thinks he can go back and do like a butterfly effect. And that's like the gimmick. It's like, okay, I will alter the past in a way that I think will in, will have no impact to anything. Turns out, big impact to everything. The simplest yep. gesture, big impact. So, okay. Then, uh, he ends up in a alternate future, or alternate path, I guess, that... He doesn't see all the way through just because another monster, like a, some time monster, shows up and kicks him out of the bubble. The, the Chronobull? 
That's what they call it. Yeah. Right. And instead of, I don't know, getting back in that bowl or going to the pass, he sort of hangs out in this alternate past future. Because he's still, he's, it's not his future. It's his, his alternate past. Well, it's, it's, it's 2013. Like, so it's, it's like sl- slightly in the past. Cause like, I think, I think the beginning, beginning of the movie is like, you know, present day, like 2023 or like the DC universe. Like it's, it's it, pre- present day, quote unquote. And then like, yeah, he's, he's trying to get back all the way to the, like the, like the past. And then the, it gets like knocked into like 2013, but it's like an alternate right. 2013. Alternate 2013. So he's in a alternate 2013 that he doesn't know is an alternate because it's like the yeah. halfway point of the movie they sort of explain that it's an alternate. So Day, like li- like li- the days before uh, the climax of Man of Steel. <laughs> well, it's not but, even the climax because it's sort of just yeah. They, sorry, days before, and I guess um, like he forgot all this info, but he just lives it up this day because it's sort of like a, oh no. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I didn't mind that because up to this point, the movie didn't explain a lot, and it's actually pretty like fine. Like the movie falls apart when it tries to like make sense of things. For example, in this future alternate universe past, uh, Bruce Wayne is Michael Keaton, but it's a version of Michael Keaton Batman. I don't think it's the Tim Burton Batman, right? No, I mean he's got he's got all the like, like catchphrases and gadgets and costumes of that version. I don't I don't know if it's exactly as like yeah I don't think it's like yeah he, I don't think if he like fought the Joker like check this Joker. No, he right did there, in yeah. this version. There is a Joker. Yeah, and he's dead. Mm-hmm. And I guess Batman got everything he wanted, with, and then now he's just like lonely and like a crazy like the the like I don't know what's up with Bruce Wayne as his default like. Huh, I gave I given up on crime fighting, so I grow like the depression beard and don't cut my hair. Like yeah. just like Batman begins. Mm-hmm. I mean Batman uh Dark Knight returns. Or And and there's and there's no other Justice League people. There's no there's no cyborg, there's no Aquaman, there's no Wonder Woman, there's no Superman. No, Cyborg's having the best version. He has his whole body, he's got a front right, fourth <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's fine. Yeah, but- Fitcher Stone is like this is like yeah this is like his perfect universe like he's he's good like but apparently there's like no heroes besides no, Batman who's real like he's the only hero in this universe I guess yeah so the uh, the big gimmick though is that Barry messed up the timeline his one gesture had all these consequences that Batman points out. Yeah, as as always, and, like if, if you if you watch the CW show, that was like literally every other episode was Barry fucks up the timeline. <laughs> and then they make a point saying like in every universe is always like certain constants. So it's like you always there's always a Batman, there's always like a super meta human somewhere. It turns out it's Kara, and I guess it always shows up no matter what. Maybe, yeah. 
this this movie didn't benefit at all from like coming out post Spider Verse, where they 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 had like the canon event stuff that was so well done in Spider Verse, and then this is yep. just like like the same. It's trying to do the exact like kind of the same things, and it's like way more sloppy and not thought out as well. It's not so. thought out. It's not sloppy. Like I feel like if this movie came out way early, like well, it was, I'm it was talking... supposed it was supposed to. I mean, it was supposed to come out in like 2018 originally. I'm talking about even earlier than that. This movie came out in 2017. This would yeah. have been different, like, but because we've seen so much time travel, like Multi- everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once, like, Multiverse, it's, yeah. the, the it's, Sh- it's Dr. normalized multiverse to a degree where it's like, I, me and you, I think, are used to it as, like, comic fans and video game fans, like, there are multi-universes that I get, you know, it's sort of like, I think Bioshock Infinite did a really good job explaining certain things, and then, like, what's your constants and variable? And then this is sort of like they do it too. And it makes sense in any kind of like, I don't know, like what kind of meta science. Well, they also, uh, they also, they also got to explain, like, they got to explain the multiverse. To, but it's like we've seen. Well, yeah, Rick and Morty four, did a really good four, job of four, it. You know, four or like, five movies, that, four or five movies, like before this, that had the multiverse in it. So, like, audiences like know what the multiverse is now. But they yeah, still have to be like. They still, have to, they still have to do like the like yeah you, I think we were talking about before like the spaghetti Michael Keaton's like explaining it with the spaghetti where it's like it's like it's not a straight line it's all just like all this like jumbles of like noodles flopping over each other and that's the, that's the multiverse which I'm fine with I didn't mind that analogy and it's like because of that it's like you can have a alternate future and alternate past so it doesn't matter what you did what what you thought it just jumbled so and plus. Yeah. With, with Barry being outside of that, it makes sense as he doesn't belong because he jumped to another universe. So fine, you don't you didn't time travel technically. You technically universe jumped. Yeah, and and it's it's everything before that point and after that point uh are, is is different. Right, so which so I I didn't mind. Like it, it was a good way to explain it. I just liked it maybe way more because Michael Keaton said it. But for me, this movie is a reason just to watch Michael Keaton. Nothing really else. But, uh, yeah, the movie, like, sort of hypes up this big thing that just feels very underbaked with just four people doing it. <laughs> two of them being double Ezra Miller. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, that's your Justice League for this, like, this alternate universe Justice League. Yeah. You get two two Ezra Miller, a Supergirl who just figured out like everything, and oh man, her her like like I hate humanity. Oh, I'm, I'll fight for humanity. Like and that was so, so rushed. Fast. <laughs> yeah, she I felt like, like if I went to the bathroom and came back, I wouldn't have missed anything. Yeah, she flies. She flies off. She sees one like she sees one thing of like Zod like murdering people, and she's like, okay, I'll, I'll help humanity. Like, <laughs> but didn't you? Didn't she spend like? Decades, Years yeah, Locked in like the Russian, Russian yeah. prison, yeah. Which I guess like the the Russians can't like able were able to find technology to house a Kryptonian. Yeah, well, it's it's also it's weird that they didn't do anything of like Red Sun or um I don't I don't like, even like the Supergirl like TV show did like Red Red Daughter or Red yeah like where they had like a like a an alternate version of car that crashed into, like Russia and became like a Soviet mm-hmm. like agents. You think they would try to like do that, but they're just like, no, we'll just, we'll just hold her in this uh, container for like decades. And then, good thing she spoke English. Yeah. And kind of knew modern colloquialisms and understood like Earth like standard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The one part that was also kind of bizarre was 
when Barry loses his powers, which is fine, because in Flashpoint, the comic, that happens. And then he gains it back, which is fine, because that's how it happens in the series. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. Like, oh, I need my powers back. But what if he didn't? What happens to him? Like, because then wouldn't that mean that in some, like, I don't know. I'm thinking too deep about that because the movie sort of addresses that and then doesn't, but this is what you get when you have two berries at the same time. So him getting his powers back was fine. Watching uh, Supergirl just scoop him up and just be like, I know what to do. It's like, wait, how? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then uh, I did, I didn't mind the like, like the silliness at times when like other Barry makes his own flash suit. And then, you know, it's like, you know, the pause and then like the sound effects change. Like, I, I didn't mind that. Because mm-hmm. it's like you need that in a movie that takes itself a little too serious at times. Or or sort of just introduces high concepts and there's just no breathing room. But then when they show concepts, it's like I would rather not see it. Because then the time bubble, like it gets progressively uglier. <laughs> like the the graphics, the like obvious cgi work that is just like super terrible i'm thinking back do you remember the part where barry sticks his head out and it's just a floating head yeah and like i think i think the honest trailer someone has like brought it up like why is that a weird trend now why is it like people stick their head like a floating head is like a, a trend like there was like thor 11 thunder last year and then spider verse like the spot like sees his head out into like the venom verse and then like this movie i don't know people floating heads are so in right now yeah so that was sort of distracting. Like it, it, I thought like that was the worst of it. But then as the as they keep the, using the bubble, it's just like yeah, and, uglier and, the, and uglier looking. Yeah, the P the PS3 graphics like of like the past like DCEU events. Like you see like Henry Cavill Superman fighting the Justice League, but it's like this like weird <laughs> horribly horribly rendered version of it. Which yeah, really, did, really didn't they have footage of that? Why is it like double rendered? Yeah, it's it's weird they didn't yeah they didn't like somehow fi- figure out just like ha- incorporate like live action footage don't do like this like weird CG like you and, know they, and, like, they like they did that in Back to the Future and that moved like Back to the Future two and they couldn't figure it out for this yeah or, or I mean even even just like pro- just like project like just scenes like just have scenes from the movies like flash past the movies as he runs back in the past or something that's a yeah, classic well, like time travel thing. I don't know why they, like, had to re-render, like, the whole scene in CGI. Like, if you tell me a fan made that, I'm like, oh, that's not bad for fan work. But if you're telling me, like, it's Warner like, Brothers made that? And it's this weird, it's this weird like, arena or, like, theater that, that, that it's, like, it's, it's, like, the, like, it's, like, infinitely stretching back but version of the same events. Yeah, it's, like, a kaleidoscope. I get, like, that makes sense of, like, sort of time it folds in on itself because there's no boundary. It's endless. So it comes yeah. around again. Mm-hmm. That I understand is like sort of what they're trying to go for. So I understand the art direction. It didn't bother me at the arena because it was like, okay, so if you're in your time bubble, everything around you appears circular because you're sort of, it's it's not flat, you know. It's supposed to be well, it's, like it's cool. It's cool with like concept, but then yeah, just the, like the like the way it was implemented with like the <laughs> the graphics and stuff is oh, like it it gets way worse when they introduce the multiverse bubbles from like the that, spheres. I was like, that, what that, is this? 
that that's one like in my review and I think when I, when I talked about it when I saw it in theaters I, when I talked like this movie just turns into like like just superhero sludge <laughs> at the end it's like yeah like it's such empty fan service of just like hey you remember Adam West remember remember Christopher Reeves they're here look at look clap for them <laughs> I, I was so dumbstruck I was like wow that's how they're representing it orbs just floating orbs and it, it it's it's literally the, the, it has nothing to do with the plot. I mean, it's just it's it's just like whatever Barry's doing is like like other Barry's doing is like causing them to like collide, collapse the multiverse. But it's not they don't do anything cool with it of like having like some of these other some of these characters like come and like help them or like you know enter the multi like it's like they're they're fusing so now like like you know Christopher Reeve Superman shows up in this universe because like it's just like oh they're they're in their own it's like they're in a bubble waving at them as they like run past them. It's just like, yeah. Like by Blurman and whatever yeah. universe that is, I did like. Though there it, there was something weird. I was like there was like uh, Jay Garrett cameo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where he's also running in his own bubble. Yeah. I was like, what are they gonna explain that? Like, well, that was, and they that just was the, don't. That was the weird thing too, is that there was only like one bubble for like an alternate Flash, and then the rest of it was all Superman and Batman like alternates. I would have liked it basically if every Flash and every that universe is doing at the same time, and it's like it's colliding or something. Kind of like a Spider Verse kind of does that, where it's like certain Spider Men are like not don't have multiverse, so they don't bother with them. But then the ones that do, yeah, they get recruited because they're aware of the multi universe. So it's like, hey, yeah, have, have maybe have if a, that's a, have yeah. have a have a Grant Gustin cameo, have like a uh. Like John Wesley Ship cameo, like do something. Yeah, do something. Hell, even bring back the Flash TV, sh- the other what's this guy? Guy's that's name? This is saying Greg Gustin. Like have him just show. Oh, Greg Gustin. Yeah. 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 So like, because yeah, or even just make one up. It doesn't matter. You know, like it's just the idea of multi flashes, or even fucking like yeah, Speedy or, or something, or not or, Speedy, or just, um, Impulse. And and, and then do just do something with the multiverse, not just have them like. Oh no, these bubbles! The bubbles of the multiverse. <laughs> like, yes, have, the bu- if, flying bubbles that. If, are... if, if, if you're gonna have like these like characters show up, like have them do something, <laughs> like, like, or even just have like a picture. Then you know, don't even bother with like a full. Don't animate it. Don't waste the money. Yeah. Or or, so, or, or pay, pay Nicholas Cage whatever it takes to like have him be actually like appear in the movie in live action and like do something. Yeah. So, just, so weird. Yeah. I, I wonder how many people. I wonder how many people were just like so baffled by that Nicolas Cage Superman. Because <laughs> like, because like, obviously like like fans like us, we were like very aware of like the like lost Superman movie, and we saw the we saw the documentary and everything. But Did like, we if funded that movie. Yeah, if, if, <laughs> we got funded. Yeah, but yeah, if but a normal person seeing this movie, you're just like, wait, Nicolas Cage is Superman? What? <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's not common to know that. So, mm-hmm. and then weird. yeah, and then nothing, nothing comes from it. It's because like it's like oh, they're colliding, and then they like you know they they st- they stop evil Barry or evil like this, and then like they just like float back, they just float back the way they came. It's like bye, like that's cool, bye bye. Yeah. No, I mean, like, wait, also, like, what if, what if Barry went like 
like visited like just like start jumping into like, like those other universes or something or like they like collide and then you have like you like it's like oh the universe is black and white because like 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 the like classic like 30s batman slash Superman like the the like george reese superman universe smashes them now it's black and white or like whatever like zach you're, you sound crazy you're making too much sense yeah it was just, it's just it's such a weird like lack of like lack of ambition or just like lack of like follow through yeah, it's 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 just so empty fan service of just like they just, it's it's like regular media when they talk about like oh I saw it and I clapped like that's that's all that was. So there's um there's definitely like problems with this. I'm not not denying it. I thought maybe like oh is it just like very like you know nitpicky critic thing or it's like you know legit reasons and then when i watched it like this movie has legit problems yeah there's there's huge issues like plot wise and then just idea wise and it it, it raises a lot of questions of why way more questions why why things are happening and it's like it went too big scope too fast and then not enough like focus on why like why are we even here and then it's like oh we have a main we have a villain it's like do you there's, there's so many questions about like what Barry chooses to like do to like like you know change things. Like he doesn't try to figure out like he he could like go and see exactly who killed his mother and then like be like hey this guy is and then find that guy and stop them before it happens. Yeah, and he, he could have done that. But then he just he just moves he just puts the tomato can in his mom's shopping cart and then, and then afterwards the end. He still doesn't. He still doesn't do anything. He just moves. He puts the tomatoes on a higher shelf, and then still like allows his dad to like, like his mom to get murdered. Like, you you could see who did it, Barry. Like you could go to the exact time or like right before that, like freeze time and see who did it and like stop them. Like so, but like what, okay, imagine if he did the tomato can. His dad left, and then it's like, wouldn't the killer just kill both of them? Pro- probably, yeah. It's not like he prevented the murderer. He just prevented his his dad from going out. Like, the killer would have just been like, hey, I've got two knives or whatever. You know, like, we'll never know who killed his mom. Like, it's like yeah. he didn't solve the purpose. He solved, like, he put a Band-Aid on it. You know, it's like, and, and he they treated don't... the symptoms, not the problem. I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? And yeah, not even not even a hint of Reverse Flash or even, like, the Evil Barry variant, like, there's there, yeah, just no there's no explanation or like attempt to like set anything up or do anything. It's just like, oh no, just some mystery some mystery random do- guy showed up and murdered <laughs> Barry's mom. That was it. But then it's like, is that guy still out there? Probably. And I mean, it, they also they, they never catch him either. Like it's just, they just they just exonerate Barry's dad, but they 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 still have no idea who killed his mom. The thing, the next day in the news is like, wait a minute, there's like this murderer in this like town of Toronto. Yeah. Central City. <laughs> is it Central City? It's yeah, it's, it's Central City. Okay. But yeah, I um, I definitely just like, you know, I I'm I as I'm seeing it as on. Max, I'm fine with it. If I saw this in theaters, I'd be a little upset. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
right. I think that's enough yep. about the Flash because we're putting way more thought than like the producers <laughs> did. Yeah, I, I definitely. If you go to read my review on the site, like I definitely said, it, it's it's a very it's a very mixed bag. Like there's some some fun stuff about it, but it like by the end it's just like a yeah a a sludge of just horrible special effects and weird fan like weird empty fan service and not no conclusion really. <laughs> so it's 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 definitely a victim of like they were like think they didn't really do anything to like like course correct of like. Oh, nothing. This, nothing about this movie is gonna like uh, get wrapped up or like get a sequel because of rebooting the universe. So that also factors into of like nothing. This movie matters. <laughs> yeah, there's no no. It like doesn't affect another movie. It doesn't affect. You'll never I don't need get, to see Blue Beetle. I'll never have to see like anything related. You know. Yeah, you'll never get any resolution for anything that happened in this movie. <laughs> like it's gonna there's gonna be a new Flash in like probably you know five ten years and then. Yeah, so it's this this whole this whole year of DC movies has just been like weird. It's like it's like a lame duck franchise. Like I I don't think I've ever seen this level of like a lame duck franchise where like nothing, none of these movies matter and, and, and people don't care or are going are, are going to see them because they they know it doesn't matter. But yeah, like we mentioned at the top of the show, they're like we'll have to see with Aquaman. Like are people still going to come out and see Aquaman because it's Jason Momoa? They like the first one. Who knows? Who knows? That's that's kind of like the slogan. Yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, anything, else? anything else, Chris? Yeah, yeah. I'll talk about it briefly just because it's really confusing to talk about, too. Um, I saw Amazon Prime's The Devil Hour, the TV show, or The Devil's okay. Hour. Uh, it came out last year. It had okay ratings. Uh, oh, just like, yeah, yeah, I remember seeing, like, the trailer for this. It's, like, the Peter Capaldi show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, it's about, like, people that sort of get visions between three and four, and they call that the devil's hour, because, like, if you have, like, nightmares between that, it's just, like, you're getting some weird, uh, like, kind of, like, you, it, it, okay. This this was like not a good follow up to to watch right after the Flash because <laughs> this does it better in the sense uh-huh. like the show the first episode if you watch the trailer you don't and then you watch the first episode like okay based on your assumptions Zach like you've seen the trailer right do you know enough about it to to like kind of explain what you think the show I, is about it's been so long. I I saw the trailer when it came out and then I've I, I didn't see the show and I haven't seen the trailer like probably when this come out like two years. A year, a, a year, year ago. ago. Yeah, I I haven't seen anything about it in a year, so I've totally forgot the trailer. <laughs> I've okay, so I basically have no so, knowledge of it. So, so okay. Basically, um, the show follows. Okay, so I'm gonna prepare myself. So, based on the trailer, you would think the show is about uh like a psycho killer kind of like a Hannibal Lecter he's like a prison guy who is toying with an investigator and they're trying to find out what he knows and like why he knows it you know or like how he can help them explain something then when you watch the show you realize this can go in a bunch of different directions where is it supernatural is it sci-fi is it um like high sci-fi where it's like a simulation is it 
sci-fi like um it's a multi-universe is it sci-fi like it's a government experiment gone wrong we have no goddamn idea like and the show is going to tease that for like four out of the six episodes and so what happens is and this is like sort of like plot a um it's about this um mother and her child her child has like some sort of like autism but it's not like diagnosed as autism because the kid is like emotionally like stunted but he's intelligent but he's just like very hard to deal with because he has weird habits and then his mannerism is cold and his mom is trying her best to deal with this and her husband and the boy's father straight up just left the family he was just like this is too much for me our kid's too fucking weird i'm out and just moved out and then lives his like bachelor life but one day uh the kid goes missing and before that the mother was having visions of like just like premonitions and things and the kid leading up to this event was saying things that you know sort of are disjointed so he would just turn to her randomly and be like the car goes right and then like looks away and then you know that's it and it's shot like a horror movie so you can't tell like what's up with that and on top of that there's like strange sightings in her house like she'll think someone's in the room and not be there and then like she'll she'll like close a door leave the room through another you know another door and then come back and that door is open and there's no one home so it's like who did that so you know like it's just like what's this show i was like wondering like the, the term the devil's out oh shit like is it supernatural i have no idea but then peter capelli shows up like later on in the series like you think he's gonna be there in the first episode he's not like <laughs> he's later in the series and like each episode's an hour, so it's like a whole movie. So when he shows up, you're like, okay, finally. And then he is even more, he's cryptic in like another way where he gives you way too much detail, but they don't make any sense. Because he keeps ramp, he's like, um, he's kind of like a Doc Brown character where he shows up and he's like, hey, like this wasn't supposed to happen. Like you're not supposed to be here. Like where am I? And then sometimes he can predict when things are going to happen. So he says to the, and then the show doesn't help also is that some parts, the, the scenes are told from the future, like Pat and the, and then like, it's like randomly it'll jump to the future about events that haven't happened yet, where they're like, they're talking in that prison room, like an interrogation chamber. And you can see like something's happened, but the, that when they tell that part of the story, they don't tell you exactly. It's sort of like, hey, like he sort of narr he'll like explain things that happen in the past and the show episode follow that. Like that structure. So, mm -hmm. you know, like he knows how it's like they don't explain how he knows that. It's sort of him going, Oh, like he sort of plays around like, oh, you're probably wondering why I know that. And you're like, oh, okay. You know, and so and he says, like, he's sort of like a time traveler, and he's a, he he says something kind of cryptic, where it's like, I am a traveler and a, like, a prophet 
and a madman. So it's like, shit. Like, you know, it's like, which one are you yet? So uh, the show's like kind of fun. Like it plays around with the tension really well. It's shot beautifully. Like they they definitely like put a lot of production money into making this feel very atmospheric. It, it sort of feels like True Detective at times because the B story is like this these pair of detectives. You have one guy who's uh, sort of like trying to prove himself. And, and then you have, like, the veteran detective who has seen it all and is, like, just, like, I don't know, like, people suck. You know, he's kind of, like, jaded from all these years. So uh, they're trying to figure out what's going on. They're trying to stop the single mom from, like, getting too much involved into, like, investigating her own thing. But she's able to see, sort of, like, find like from her visions she's able to like find clues to certain things so you know they don't quite believe her of why she knows this she doesn't know what's going on but every night for the past how many years like she says she's been having these visions that like since she's been young like the visions get more and more like vivid um and then it's like she has visions of her like family so there's like a hint that maybe it's like a family thing between what she's going through. Also, as a bonus, there's like a, a, a C plot where her mom also kind of has like a similar pattern to her. So it's like something happened to her that she does because then she can't tell reality. But also they can't think her mom has Alzheimer's. So like it's sort of like she's sort of saying things that are like out of time. And, and place and that makes her confused of where she's at like almost like a time traveler's wife or the uh yeah the time traveler's wife thing and so yeah it's sort of like it's a lot of fun fun concepts and it's like okay i still can't tell where this is coming from but this is still a lot better than the flash like <laughs> in terms of coherent confusion because mm. it's very vague it's very dramatic. It's definitely something that when you watch it all together, when it's told, it would be good. Now, here's the thing. I started this just because it finally dawned on me to watch this. The problem is that this is, like, supposed to have two more seasons. So if they never fucking get to them, it is yeah, not worth to watch the first season. I, I have not seen any word about any more seasons of it. Well, they said this this did well enough last November... Was this a they were, was this a BBC thing that like Amazon licensed? Like, is there more? Is like BBC or is it just like a fully like Prime Video like Amazon original? I think it's an Amazon original. Like, I'm looking on the Wikipedia. It's a British yeah. drama made by this guy, executive produced by another guy through his production company, Hearts Film. What's 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 Stephen Moffat who did Doctor Who? So oh, okay. That, he's like one of the main guys behind it. Okay, so like they're vetted. But yeah, like I, I swear to God, if they just don't import the rest, yeah, the production company is technically Hartford Film, so they can always ship it to someone else if Amazon decides, nah, let's not like release it through that, and like we'll just make it like a Tubi fucking thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's the thing. My only warning is that you can't like it sets up such a grand story that even I think I'm episode four, four or five I'm on, and it's like. I, even if we get to, like, a conclusion, it's not going to be enough. Like, it's not going to tell one coherent plot because there's so much that they still don't explain. 
And I bet you they're going to do something else at the end of the season finale where it's like, oh, you thought that was like the truth. And you're like, whoa. Then it's like fucking something crazy. Uh, Something similar to that is ever watched. I, I think I talked about it last year. The TV series Dark. It's on. It was on mm-hmm. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that, that was, was one of the Netflix, things where, that was Netflix show. That was Netflix, right. That has a good payoff when it it's that also does multiverse, that does time travel, that does sort of like cause and effect and and constants and variables. And that's a show like if at any point they ran out of money and couldn't do the next season or anything, you'd just be like, fuck the show. Don't even watch I would be like, don't even watch it. Cause like you can't even it's not a good pause state. And just be like, that's it. Like, that's all you get. And it's like, someone needs to write a book. Someone needs to make a comic. Because you just can't leave us hanging like that. So, that's my recommendation. If you want to join this gamble, start watching it with me. Mm-hmm. Get in on fucking time travel, fucking multiverse shows that... Oh, it was renewed for th- three seasons. But I... I, 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 I it I, just I, has not gone to production. I, yeah, I've not seen any sort of release day or tri- like they haven't said anything about <laughs> when <laughs> when a second season is going to debut yeah so that's why i'm stuck in the whole like what now mm-hmm. where do we go from here so <laughs> I, I i'm gonna try and finish it just to finish it but if they just go oh sorry you know something happened like i'm gonna be like hey don't watch a show yeah. it makes you invest way too much time and like you get attached to so many characters and you're like i wonder what's gonna happen next you, it's so fucking cryptic we need, there needs to be, like, a website or something where it tells you, like, if a show got canceled, there needs to be, like, a website that tells you, like, is it still worth watching? Like, does it end in, like, a cliffhanger? Or does it, like, is it satisfying to watch it even if it's, like, doesn't get to the or, end? Like, yeah. if, if it doesn't achieve its original premise, is it good enough to at least get you a certain point? Mm-hmm. Like, Blockbuster, I would say, is a show that you can finish, and then because it got canceled, I didn't give a shit. Even though that that sort of ends on a cliffhanger, and I was like, I don't give a fuck, but at least, like, I, it got to the end. Yeah. Uh, this, I'll be mad if they never <laughs> renew. I'll just be like, are you kidding me? What's that? It's sort of like watching a magic trick, and then it's like, well, um, magic's real, bye! And you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it, it, it's another, like, mind, like, boggle show that I enjoy. And definitely, like, you could see, like, that the creators put more time and effort to set up good plot points and pay off enough. Where the Flash just fucking didn't do any of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, as I say, like, it kind of made me mad. I was like, God damn it, like, this did way better. So, anyway, what about you, Zach? What have you been watching? So, I saw a couple things. Uh, So, I saw... The Great Escape, the 1963 classic. It was one of my last Netflix DVD uh, deliveries. Because I think think there's like two more weeks and then Netflix DVD is done. I got to see if I'm going to get like the... uh, I don't know if you heard, they're doing like this crazy promotion where you could could sign up on like... And then you you might possibly get like 10 discs at once at the end for like the last delivery. Then I just... or I think it was like up to ten, but you might you might not get that. It's like this like random like maybe maybe we'll get like all the movies in your queue that are left. Who knows? We don't care. But yeah, but yeah, I got the Great Escape from uh, Netflix uh, on DVD. I think Wait, I think it's, that is. Do you get a better chances to keep renting more movies, or it's like 
it, I you think just randomly. They they just said like, hey, click go this link and you know sign your account up for this like giveaway, and then you might possibly for like one of your last deliveries we might, we might send you up to ten discs. Oh, the last one might be okay. I can't. I, yeah. Not like, hey, congratulations, we ship we ship ten discs in this thing. And, and it's also just like we don't really care if you send them back either. <laughs> so like it's like congratulations, you have like ten gotcha. ten ra- ten random Netflix discs now. But yeah, I did, I did, but I did get the Grayscape. I sent it back, so they had they had the Grayscape back in the in their library. But um, yeah, I I I never seen the whole thing. I've only seen basically basically the only thing the like, Grayscape I've seen is the like you know Steve McQueen motorcycle jump or motorcycle sequence, and then all most of the rest of the movie is like a like a mystery kind of like I didn't really know what else was, like went on with it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a it's a very like. It's three hours long, but there's so much like fun stuff going on, so so much interesting stuff going on that it just it flies by. It doesn't feel like three hours long at all. And yes, so like just the cast is insane. Like yeah, Steve McQueen obviously, and then James Garner and Richard Attenborough and Charles Bronson and Donald Pleasance and James Coburn. Just like yeah, tons tons of like awesome actors in it. And yeah, and just just the like all the like um you know, interesting and like really like clever ways like they they you know come up with to like break out of this German Nazi prison camp of like repurposing things around the, the camp to like turn into like you know stakes and like pickaxes and carts and uh the innovation of it is yeah, yeah pretty cool. And then like you know Dow Pleasance is like the forger so he's like like getting like like all these like documents smuggled in like like somehow somehow like like printing them and like getting all these documents and like they have, they have to turn all their like military uh outfits into like civilian outfits so there's like a guy who's like the tailor who's like turning like oh this this like uh u.s army jacket into like a civilian like suit jacket <laughs> like di- coming up with dyes like all that stuff is so much fun and then like all all, all different interesting characters like charles bronson is the, like their main digger like tunnel digger guy but then you find but out he's, he's like, got, claustrophobic. like yeah claustrophobic as a big thing yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I used to watch uh great escape a lot because it's yeah. one of those things where when i was a kid i never saw it all the way through until like years later just because like it's three hours long it's longer on tv with like commercials yeah but and also and also just like some great tension like there's like the one sequence where they finally they make it to the end and then they're like they're gonna like they're gonna that's the night they're gonna escape and then they find out oh we're like 20 feet from like the forest we were like, wanted to be in, in so they, they wouldn't see us so then the whole sequence like Stephen King is like run into the forest like pull a string to like make, tell them when it's like safe to go and the guards like walking past like constantly and uh, I will say hot take I don't know if the motorcycle jump like stunt is like as good as as like it's been like heralded to be like it's still impressive but like the way it's shot it's it's really it's shot weirdly where it's like really far away so you don't, you don't really get like a good like you know like close up or like wide shot of like you know the, the motorcycle jump it's like this really weird like like it's like you're standing like on a hill like miles away watching this motorcycle jump over the, like this like barbed wire fence you know, it's, it's like if you if you had to watch like a stunt show about a motorcycle jump this is yeah. the distance you would see from like the the like yeah the in bleachers. the stands yeah yeah it's it's not it's not cinematic at all like I don't know it's, it's just it's, it's such a I think at the time that was like blown at, away at, at the time yeah and it, the fact that, that, that like yeah they jump they jump this like 
that motorcycle too like was like it's not like a you know specially designed motorcycle that's just like an off it's like a fucking harley they're jumping over like like a barbed wire fence like a fake barbed wire fence so it's not it's not like a you know light special like movie motorcycle it's like this like bulky gigantic like super heavy so just the fact they jumped that was impressive but yeah i mean just the actual like jump is i don't i don't think is that impressive it's definitely not as impressive like you know bullet like steve like this, the cartridge bullet is still like insane and like one of the best like stunts of all time this this is like fine <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't know if it like warrants like the like you know reverence it has i think it's also like if you think about the i think it's based on partial true story it's it's loosely based on like yeah an actual escape and like a bunch of the characters are like are like amalgamations of like actual people and actual prisoners but they're like kind of like it's like oh steve mcqueen's actually like three different guys that we like, combined into one one guy to like for the movie he's basically he's based on, like three different guys and then like uh they got way more help from outside than they portrayed in the movie like they actually got like help from like like Germans who were like anti-Nazi, the smuggled stuff in for them, and there was guards at the, at the base who were like were like also anti-Nazi. They were just like regular German citizen like guards, and they were like, "We'll help you guys like get stuff in if you want to eat it." So, which they don't they don't really go into at all. The movie is basically just like, "Oh yeah, these guys did everything themselves in in this camp. They got everything they needed like in the camp. They didn't get any sort of outside help. They did it all yeah, themselves." Yeah, it, it's definitely like a little alter just to make it seem very cinematic yeah cinematic yeah and just plus to make the movie kind of go more because if not they had to explain a lot more and this movie's yeah. like well, already dense yeah well i mean the way the way it is it, it feels it definitely feels more like a heist movie that has like that fun heist movie energy of this like how are we gonna like come up with all these different solutions to get out of here and it, but it's also it's also weird like it has that fun energy but then like the ending is actually kind of like downer we're like like three of them escape that's it yeah out of everyone and, and, then, and then, the like rest... the rest of them get like murdered or like gunned down or like like all, i think half of them get gunned down and yeah then like 20 of them the get rest... captured yeah yeah and they bring like then like steve mcqueen like gets brought back and then like kind of like i guess like the like kind of optimistic like ending is like he's like still like in the spirits and like yeah like we'll, we'll get out of here again i'm afraid for the next one and yeah, it doesn't. It, that's it. It's supposed to be like it's a symbolic thing where it's like never give up. Yeah, they haven't they haven't broken his spirit yet. Like Stephen Queen will get out again or try to get out again and like. Yeah, it's like the credits show another, up. Another, another like, Stephen Queen yeah. returns. Yeah, Stephen Queen will escape and will return the Great Escape too. But yeah, it's it, it's great. I mean, it's definitely like like lives up to its like reputation as like one of the best movies of all time. So definitely, if you've not seen it or seen the whole thing, check it out. I think it's on Tubi. I think it's on some other places, so it's it's easily a, 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 like accessible on different places. And then speaking of Tubi, I also on Tubi saw um, a Drafthouse Films movie. That's not really a movie. It's just like a collection of trailers. It's it's called Trailer War. And this is, I mean, this is and this is like right up our alley, Chris. Like this is just like you know how we like we, we watch like just like weird 90s Nonsense and 80s movies this is mm-hmm. like this is the draft like draft house films animal draft house like just like creating a bunch of like a bunch of trailers so it's, so it's basically just, it's like two hours just like absolute nonsense of like the weirdest weirdest wildest shows you, you never of movies you never heard of like the 70s and 80s and 
Yeah, and it, it's just like they go, they, they they kind of flows through different genres. Like it starts off with like action movies, and then it kind of flows into like martial arts, and then it flows into like horror, and then like weird '70s sex comedies, and then kind of like wraps up with like Thunder Cops, which is this crazy, like John. It's, it almost feels like a John Woo movie, but like with like supernatural elements to it. And that that trailer is like insanity. If you've never seen the Thunder Cops trailer, check that out at least. And then there's also like like Voyage of the Rock Aliens is in there in the trailer and like Mitchell, like the, like the John Baker movie. There's some Jim Kelly stuff like Jim Kelly, like, uh, uh, like black samurai, the trailer for that movie's in there. It, it actually it kicks off with this, this trailer for a movie called stunt rock, which is like a hybrid. It, it, it actually reminds me a lot of like action USA, where it just feels like a, like a stunt showcase. Less, like, it's like less a movie, more just like we're just doing all these crazy stunts. It's like this actual, like Australian, stunt performer who's like starring in it and then the i guess the plot is that he's working for like a rock and roll band but then but then along the way of the tour or whatever he's doing like like cars are exploding and like cars are driving off cliffs and like he's flying off helicopters and like also, also like insane shit's happening so i i, I pretty much had to like immediately like rent that on amazon so i so i have that i have stunt, stunt rock to watch in full but it's, it's it's definitely one of those things where like after every trailer I was just like pausing it and then, like looking on like Just Watch to see if it's like streaming anywhere. <laughs> yeah, like it looks so good. You're like, okay, I need to know what was that. Yeah, and a lot of them are on Tubi because Tubi is like the source for like all of this nonsense. <laughs> so yeah, if if you watch Trailer War, stick on Tubi. I'm sure like it seems like a, a lot of the movies are actually on there to watch as well. But yeah, it's it's it, 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 Trailer War is it, it's just a fun if you just want to watch like yeah two hours just like incredible weird nonsense. <laughs> um, uh, it's it's definitely worth checking out. And they're also like, I think a lot of them are like restored to like 4K or like uh, or like super high definition. So because like, they, they all the, like they're from like the 70s 80s they look fantastic. Like the quality of the trailers is like it, it, incredible. So like it's like Blu-ray quality of these like weird obscure trailers. So that's also like a cool selling point of that too. So yeah, trailer trailer war on uh, Tubi. Definitely check that out. And uh, that's it for me this week. So we wrap things up. Definitely head over to the site. We've got all of our usual news and features, all the trailers we talked about up, up there. You can uh, watch them and see what's uh, going on with those over there. We've got our commentary from last month. Uh, you can check out still. And then we're gonna have a we're gonna have a commentary on Saw Two coming up at the end of the month. So stay tuned to the site for that. And all all the other features and news and all that stuff is up there. So head over check all that stuff out. And uh, yeah, so for Chris, I am Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.